Now listen, guys at home, <laughs> we are really, really proud to bring you something different this year. Not only are we bringing our usual mix of, you know, irreverent chat, irreverent. we're also bringing someone new. Phil, why don't you introduce this gaming colossus? <laughs> we scoured the earth. Yep. This dimension. This dimension. I can't remember yes. how it works. It's turned out like Chris Claremont's X-Men run. It's <laughs> almost intelligible to work out Game of Thrones anymore. It's Jerry. Woo! Earth One Jerry. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Let's hear it. Jerry, how are you? I'm great. It's good to be an Earth One. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so cold out there. How did it feel like getting plucked out of the air to join the Gesh cast team? Well, I felt kind of magical, but I don't know how many other podcast partners you'd cast aside, just used. Yeah, there's a lot of dried husks. Yeah, you know, you have to go through the roadies and all that as well. So yeah. pretty grim. Let's hear your origin story. How did you find out about us? <laughs> <laughs> what made you such a huge fan of Gishka? I got you here to my ego. So go. Um, it was, um, we used to listen to the Joystick podcast mm-hmm. and basically stopped the McElroy brothers for a bit. Mm. And then, you know, just reading their bins on Twitter or something, I noticed there's a Glasgow podcast. What ho, I thought. <gasps> Brilliant. So or... I got straight into them and started listening to it for a few months after. I did the Justin McElroy experience, can I yeah. Listened to it for a few months and then I was driving back, like one cold ass wintry night, mm-hmm. and I think your Android phone was goosed. That's right, yeah. Get and I was enough. listening to it on an Android phone. I thought I had the bus. This is fate. <laughs> Here's a plan. <laughs> So I pretended I like games, and, uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and here we are. No, how long have you been doing it? Uh, it's about a year. This is nice. One year, yeah, yeah. and this is the first time you've been live on the show. How do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel intimidated? It's very easy to feel intimidated <laughs> uh, by the majesty yeah, of the studio. Well, I'm yeah. sitting on a chair two foot down from the rest of you, um, <laughs> so it's pretty grim. Our thrones are pretty impressive. <laughs> um, so, one of the major reasons we brought you in here, Jerry, you're probably wondering why we asked you here. Uh, it was really to go over the look of last year, game, gaming last year. Oh, what a year. What a laugh we've had. The highs, the lows. We're doing what we did last year, we did the Geshies. Now, the Geshi Awards are probably the most sought-after awards in gaming. Highly coveted. Peter Molyneux won't shut up about them. They come with a £10 gift voucher for Watersons. That's true, that's uh-huh. very true. Uh, the that's... Game of the Year gets a £40 gift voucher for Licenza. Nice. Of course. Very sexy. Very sexy. <laughs> I hope Molyneux wins that one again. <laughs> um, so what we go through, we go through categories such as best tech, biggest disappointment, game of the year, all these t- fantastic categories that I can't believe are actually going to really, I-, I can't wait to get into them, into the nitty gritty of them, get my fingers right in there. Well, why waste any more time? Okay. Let's just fly straight in like eagles from above. I'm going to kick this off. How dare you? Best new technology of 2012 okay. was uh-huh. the PlayStation Vita. You are a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> now, this isn't just because I'm the only one out of the three of us that's invested in it. Okay, right? okay. This should not, the Vita itself should not be held accountable for the shite software that's been given to it. Sort of like a Gary Glitter thing. 
Yes, judge the art, not the artist. Perfect. <laughs> Pretty raw. <laughs> the beat itself. <laughs> the other way round. <laughs> Don't judge the artist. We're off that stellar start. Leave him alone. <laughs> right, the Vita. What's so good about it? The Vita itself is a wonderful a handheld console. Mm-hmm. Big, lovely screen. Right. Tactile, you know, front and back touch sensors. I do like the back touch screen. Dual sticks, like every motherfucker's been whining for on a handheld console since they started them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, has PlayStation Store backing up. Yep. It has... Uh, Crossplay. Crossplay elements with games on the PS3. However, mm-hmm. there's no good games for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like having a, a, a power tool that's really impressive and cool to look at, and but it doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> there's no walls. Aye, aye it's, like a, it's like a drill, <laughs> except the drill bit is made of marshmallow or something, you know? It's like it doesn't actually do what you want it to do. Has none of you been tempted to pick up a PSV at any point? I picked one up. Did? And then played it for two minutes. <laughs> Ooh, that's lovely. <laughs> and then gave it back mm-hmm. and just looked at my money and thought, thanks. Right. I know, I I'll keep a hold of this. Yeah, I know someone who described it as like the Lynx. It's like the new Lynx. Like, it's beautiful and it's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm glad I know someone who's got it because I ain't buying it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been talking about, in terms of new technology, we're talking about the Wii U uh, and how you're thinking about buying one. Perhaps by now, uh-huh. you, by the time this releases, you will have bought one. I'm looking forward to playing it. <laughs> it's here. good of me to do that. It's it? really good to you. You've seen uh-huh. it on the box. I'm looking forward to someone else buying this <laughs> so I can play it. Why not buy this for someone else this year? Well, give me some, give me some alternatives. So you're honest, on. So, so you're sticking with the Vita. I'm sticking with the Vita. I'm not going to change this. You're honestly sticking yeah. with the Vita, Jerry. I'm not going to be ignorant here, like Phil was. I'll let you go next. I've not bought any technology this year. What? I know. I've been trying my best not to. I've got a habit of buying like shiny, flashy things. Yeah. But I'm holding out for a 3DS XL. Okay. Okay. That's the only thing I'm holding out for. The one with the the yellow one with Pikachu. That was going to be my secondary choice of best new tech. Oh, the well. Pikachu 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that it's like that design for the granny thing. Like it's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I want something big. Um, in 3D. Looks I was great. very close to when I got rid of my 3DS to just getting the XL when it came out because it's so ridiculous. You know, and I'm a big guy, so it would look normal. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think if you're not like everyone carries a man bag, if mm. you're not got a man bag, you're, yeah, you're, you're nobody. Dri- you're driving somewhere, so like, <laughs> you're nobody. Don't fit my, my tighty jeans no more. Isn't a problem. You know, yeah. just it's huge. I don't care. I'll probably play in the house anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be getting a bus journey on just to, so I can play it for five minutes. I would say as well, the 3DS now has a big enough and good enough back catalogue for you to jump in at this point. Have great fun with it. There's at least like five, ten really good games on it now that you can. Just use. like the Vita will be in a couple of years. I will see. We'll see. <laughs> see, yeah. linking it back. Yeah, we're in a game today. It's like 160 quid for a 3DS XL on a couple of games. Yeah. I was highly tempted. Didn't you should have done it. You should have just opened your mind a little, Jerry. For God's sake, I haven't played <laughs> an awful lot of my 3DS. What, what games would you pick up for it? It would be Layton. Yes, mm. but there's two of them coming out. I think there's Leighton, whatever the number is, and then like a Leighton and then versus Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Yeah, I'm more interested in that. Yeah, yeah. So that's be pretty cool. I think that would be the first one that I'll buy for the 3DS mm. in a long time. Yeah, I was we, almost tempted by Paper Mario. Yeah, I was going to say Sticker Star, but I don't think I like those games. Whenever yeah. I actually buy them, I'll play them, and I'll be like, ah, I don't, I'm not into this. Is then I want another one. Is it a proper Paper Mario? Is it like the Wii Paper Mario, where it's kind of platformer plus? I think it's even more platforming than uh, is RPG. Mm-hmm. So it depends what you're wanting from it. I think that. I think that's better. Because yeah. if, you're, if you're playing it on the move, that's the thing with the Vita, though. Like, I know it's got two sticks, that's brilliant. Yeah. 
like if I'm playing a game that detailed, I probably want to sit on my couch and do it. Yeah, so that's absolutely. the only thing, you know. Um, so there was uh, the remote play patch came out for Tokyo Jungle. Have you played any of Tokyo Jungle? I've only heard about it. I don't think I want to play it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the sound of it. Oh, I brilliant! Go, I'm, a, I'm a zebra. And I'm I love shagging it. a line. Like I don't. I love it. Like it's, there's no cross animal. There's no cross no, animal. Sorry, sorry, come sorry, on, sorry, that's sorry. a rookie error. <laughs> Crude. Um, not to get it. We're, we're going to talk about other games that we've enjoyed this year. Honorable mentions, games of the year, etc. Not to get into Tokyo Jungle, but it is a fantastic game. I would definitely recommend you get it. It's, it's hilarious. Well, I was just going to mention that there was a remote play patch came out for it the other day, and I got really excited thinking that was me set on the bus playing Tokyo Jungle, but it's just kind of actual remote play over Wi-Fi in your house. Yeah. Which is still good. But it's still all right, but... I expect more. Plus, the other thing about remote play is that any time to actually get it to work, I've had to come down and physically turn on the PlayStation 3 before I do it. Yeah. In which case, this isn't doing what I needed to do. Anyway, oh, pal. PSVR, PSVR, oh, pal. PSVR. My tech of the year is the new iPad 3 when it came out with the Retina display. Bit of an odd choice because it's not technically a gaming console. But it has completely opened my horizons when it comes to playing mobile-ish games. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my stuff. And it's opened my, uh, my fiancé's horizons, as it were. Uh, which means I generally can't get my own iPad off of. But yeah, I mean, I had, I had my phone beforehand and, you know, you dabble with games, etc. as we've done in Game of Phones and the like. Uh, but yeah, the, the iPad having it there has opened up this new games like Infinity Blade 2 um, and just any kind of these games aren't necessarily always casual games, but there's other ones like Super Hexagon, which I'm a huge fan of. There's just so many little games, just so cheap and easy to access and it's, the store's set up in such a way that it's so quick. I spent so much money. <laughs> oh, Guys, I'm in the hole. Yeah, I'm going to take my thumbs. But, yeah, I mean, I have spent a lot of money on games on this device this year. You know, it's... it's. And I know that's not the reason to give it tech of the year because I spent so much money on it, but I've gotten so much enjoyment out of it and so much... I've done so much so much other stuff on it as well in terms of artwork and in terms of, you know, just general web browsing that I can't fault it. It's the perfect wee device. Yeah, it's good. The iPad is kind of revolutionary, especially in those hours before you head off to bed. Exactly. Sit and play Fairway, fairway Solitaire. Oh, no, was that four mean? hours. All right, sorry. F2 Jerry's been, <laughs> F2 Jerry's been having trouble with uh, the phone games. You can play more and more of them. You see that they're trying to be bigger than they are. Yeah. So they started off, you know, games coming out really mobile friendly, and a couple of games been playing. he's been playing recently. I mean, really, like, put ten fingers on your screen. And yeah. Like, you can only fit three on, you know what I mean? It's um, pretty tight. So there is a kind of middle ground between yeah. mobile-only games. Yeah. And then there's now they're kind of bridging the gap between that and the bigger console stuff that yeah. really calls for a tablet. Yeah, know? I mean, you can definitely tell the differences between, like, the, the new game, the Avengers uh, Initiative game. Yeah. That came out, and it's just, it's just essentially Infinity Blade. It's like, you know, you've got, it's, it's like sort of a really fancy version of, Punch out, you know, but it looks incredible and it's you know it's really polished, but it's a really simple game at its core. You know, there's no, you know, swipe. All you do is swipe, which is perfect for that. But then you get other games like uh, one of the first person shooter kind of games, which is called like Blood Strike or some crap like that. Um, <laughs> some crap like that. Some crap like that. And you try and play, try and play an FPS on just a tablet yeah. screen. Can't do it. All they need to no. do though for the iPad is sort out Bluetooth uh, controllers. Just mm. get that sorted properly. Like they were supposed to do online fucking 
years ago. What, and what do you think stopped us this year on live winning Best New Tech two years in a row? What do you think's changed, Phil? They didn't bring out any new technology, They didn't bring out any new anything. <laughs> uh, I think what everyone needs... Well, that's the odd thing about all the new stuff that's going to be coming out next year. PlayStation, new Xbox, if they do get announced, there'll be a point where there'll be maybe two generations further on the iPad. Yeah. And Christ only knows what either of them will be able to do. Yeah. In which case, will the focus just be on tablets? Mm. And the consoles will start to drift away because... Yeah, I really don't know. Like, they're I... not far off recreating what a PlayStation can do and then in our two iterations they might be able to, be able to do just as much as PlayStation 4 is going to yeah. do. It's one of these things that it's, you can have all the power in the world but without knowing what to do with it it's kind of a moot point. Like, until they fix how you can play a first-person game mm-hmm. on the iPad, it can look and play, you know, it can look great, and it can... Bluetooth controllers. Ah, Bluetooth controllers. I, just... I got Max Payne mm. on the Android, and I thought, Max Payne, I've played this game, because yeah. we get uh, two minutes in, couldn't take it. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit of like Two gig download in the bin, because I just couldn't, just couldn't control the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. impossible. I got the GTA when they came out on the iPhone. And no, they're almost unplayable. Under- I've understood that the new GTA ones, like Vice City, yeah. and they've, they've really worked on it to make it a lot easier to to play. Uh, which I'm not still not going to spend two ninety nine to find out how much better it is. I'm sure it'll still be really clunky. But uh, yeah, so for me, iPad, iPad, hey. PS Vita, 3DS, XL. That's what we're putting <laughs> in the the guest computer. Don't put to words in mouth. Is uh, ejected. And the winner is the 3DS XL. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> A game of chance dictated the winner, as it shall be for the rest of the podcast. In that case, let's move on to the next section. Biggest disappointments. <laughs> so the next category is biggest disappointments, lads. <laughs> what have you got? Uh, small disappointment. <laughs> Probably not going to be the disappointment was FIFA on on the phone it was absolutely <laughs> was the worst. FIFA's brutal anyway, but I remember being so excited about it, and it was an absolute shanner. Oh no! But the biggest was FIFA thirteen. No, nah, yeah, yeah, it was pretty like. But the biggest the biggest disappointment I think was uh, that I've heard of. Okay. It was probably yours, Gav. It was probably Assassin, <laughs> Assassin's Creed three. Yeah, I'll I'll move to Assassin's Creed three, the shanner of the year. <laughs> I found very little in that that I enjoyed. Uh, the base game mechanics are fine to an extent, but scrambling up walls, fucking really arbitrary mission fail states, bugs galore, just what, story I didn't appreciate. What was the biggest disappointment? Was it the game itself or just the level of hype it received beforehand? The level of hype added to it. Uh-huh. I expected a lot from the game, but at the same time, I also managed to under-deliver on what it should have been anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I feel it should have had that certain level. Uh, it's one of the biggest franchises ever. You know, it's part of gaming history now, that Assassin's Creed is the biggest thing that comes out every year almost, you know, apart from maybe Call of Duty and, you know, maybe Halo. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, re- resoundingly disappointing considering that it should have that level of care, polish, attention. It should be pushing games forward. I feel that game has a responsibility to do that. Almost. Is it because it's made by a team of uh, multicultural faiths and beliefs yeah lots of beliefs I was really surprised at how bad it was because usually Assassin's Creed 
gets a wee bit better every year. You yeah, a wee bit. A little bit. So you can miss one. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. The one I played one, I thought it was absolutely stinking. And then came back. But it looked good. It was kind of, yeah. it could be good. It's it interesting as well. Yeah. The premise is good. I think I came back for Brotherhood. But they all, they all blur into one, that's the problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. But every time, like, oh, this one, the fixed, the group mm. thing. Oh, this one, the fixed, that. So for three to kind of fall flat was a big surprise. Because how can it go backwards? Well, uh, I, I just, I didn't, I mean, I enjoyed the last games as well. But I mean, there's a, there comes a time where you have your fill of that type of game. And something needs to happen. It happens with like Mario, for instance. Mario's a much more simpler game, but now I couldn't I couldn't give a shit if there's a new Mario game out. Much like now I'm not giving a shit if there's a new Assassin's Creed coming out. I've played them. Done. I played it's Assassin's over. Creed. It was called Assassin's Creed. You know? My di- biggest disappointment of the year was uh, <laughs> to go back to a similar topic, the PSV and memory cards. Alright, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> right? Because you, you, you invest... Despite what everyone's saying, <laughs> you're like, I'm going to give them my money, I'm going to try this out, it's going to go well. And then they're like, aye, that's all good and well. But if you want the proper memory card, that's about another 60 quid, 70 quid in HMV, yeah, if you're that's crazy. A, that's a couple of games. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't think you should ever have it's to juggle. It's proprietary, so nobody else is making these cards for yeah. The one I got with it was 4 gig, which is next to fucking useless. Mm-hmm. You can get Uncharted 3 and, you know... Mutant blobs attack on it. You can't keep Hot Shots Golf on it at all times like you needed to be there. Uh, and then they bring out the PS Plus service, which lets you download all the best games of the year that you've already bought yeah. because you invested in the console. But you can't download them because <laughs> the memory card's too small. Yeah. It costs seventy pounds to I, buy. Another. I don't think you should ever have to juggle memory and getting a game. Yeah. Because like, let's say you can only afford one, you get the memory card. And then what happens? He just sits there until you can afford a game again. Memory, proprietary memory like that, Sony should at least be cutting your cost a wee bit. They should be taking on maybe a wee bit of a, a cut off of that. Yeah. You know. Take a little bit of a hit. I'm Take the edge off. Spend the money getting other games yeah. from you. You'll make it back eventually. Whereas at the moment, I just begrudge paying anything yeah. more and I'm stuck with it's Especially going when you're selling a 64 gig SD card, it's like 30 quid. Yes. Yeah. And then, like you're saying, how much is that one for? The thirty-two gig one is sixty-nine ninety-nine in HMV. Aye, it's insane. It t- really has taken advantage. Ripping the piss and thirty-two gigs not even that big. No, you'd expect it to have thirty-two gigs built in, and anything you put on top of that is fucking candy. Yeah, I mean, and that's but, also you assume that like a con- like a handheld game would be maybe less in memory, but it's not necessarily. No, like the new Uncharted and stuff is a pretty hefty chunk of yeah your your memory card. So it's about three gig, I think. Yeah, for Uncharted. So, so that's you buggered for anything and you know you're using it for nothing else yeah when your Vita dies you're not going to stick in a USB stick and like repurpose it for something yeah other. exactly that's, that is disappointing mate it is disappointing isn't it yeah that's disappointing is it the biggest disappointment though let's let fate decide so winner is for the biggest disappointment of 2012 <gasps> the PS Vita memory ah. card debacle what an absolute shower of bastards. Send them their £10 Watson voucher in the post tomorrow, Gavin. I shall do. I will get them off. Post haste. What will the next category be? So the next category is... Biggest surprise! Wop, 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 wop. Meow, 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 This is just like IGN. The jingles are really high-tech this year. Exactly. You can see where the money's gone. <laughs> God, oh God. I'm sitting in a different seat as well. Biggest surprise... 
Yeah. So I'll kick off with this big what surprise. Was your big surprise? For me, easily, was The Walking Dead. <sighs> Telltale's The Walking Dead. Telltale are a Shanna developer. They're pure <laughs> rubbish. They come out with shite games. Monkey Island is all right. <laughs> Aye. Monkey Island was all right. Back to the Future Back in the day. Back to the Future was pish. The Jurassic Park game was pish. I was not holding out. I love the Walking Dead comics. Don't care too much for the TV show, but the comics for sure. Yeah. And uh, I thought, yeah, sure, why not? I'll give it a try. Played the first episode and was absolutely blown away by it. And immediately bought the rest of the, like, the, put down my money for the rest of them. Bought yes. the season pass. Uh, and throughout it, I have not played a, a single game. I think I almost feel like we should be doing a Walking Dead special at some point. Maybe even next month when there's nothing on. Okay. Um, maybe okay. in this very episode. I'll have to play it through again because it's been a wee while. Yeah, but I've never experienced that kind of connection to characters within games. I was talking about it last night to a few people and how at certain points you're given, well, you're given the game essentially without spoiling, you're given care of someone. There's mm-hmm. someone in the game you have to take care of and at one point they are missing someone's taking them and I remember it, one, that's how one of the episodes ends and I turned around to my missus and went I'll kill them <laughs> if they've harmed a fucking hair on her head I will kill them keep your gaff <laughs> and I've never had that with a game like properly like angry that something's happened you know properly I want to play the next one now to fix this mm-hmm. I can't wait a month to see what happens next um, it's never happened before biggest surprise considering Telltale's track history with me at least it was a, a big step up from yeah. the previous Well, Walking Dead efforts. won in the VGAs, and that's not like it's a big deal. It's not the be-all and end-all, but it won Best Game. And they also won Best Developer, which I took a bit kind of umbrage with, considering that it's filled with so many bugs. It was The games were late. The Yeah, the game was good despite itself. Yeah, the game right. had a lot of problems in terms of, you know, game was freezing all the time. There was a lot of kind of glitching. There was a lot of characters just falling through the levels. But at the same time, it was written really well. Voice acting was it really saved good. it. I mean, the, the, yeah. that and the, the story and the voice acting and the choices you make saved it. That's that was the game there. The actual more gamey elements of it were kind of threatening to ruin it for me sometimes. But still, a fantastic game. Good on it. Interesting. A shocker, Jerry. My biggest surprise was Dear Esther. Mm. A Geshcast divisive game. Wait till you see Phil's shoulders slump. He <laughs> <laughs> starts checking his phone. <laughs> no, 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 I'm listening. I don't, know if it, I don't know if there's environmental factors that might make this more interesting. Um, not to spoil the story, mm. but it's basically a story. You walk through a story. Yeah. Um, I was crapping myself half the way through it because it's an FPS game with no bad guys. Yeah, like a creepy island. Yeah, an FPS with no S. Yeah, so, so most <laughs> of the time I spent like you going to like a wee bothy, you shine a torch about. Mm. I'm crapping myself thinking like, yeah. what's going to jump out? And it was only like an hour, an hour into it, I realised nothing's actually going to jump out. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But it was kind of just like so when a story unfolds mm-hmm. around about you, don't know what's happening, but you kind of quickly understand there's like three stories on the go. Yeah, and one of them, the big one about Esther, is basically about spoilers, but it's basically about you know someone's wife died in a motorway crash. Yeah. And they're somehow broken, and this is you going through their story. And I was playing this when um, my wife was driving down to England. That time, so I was like, she's out of the house. What am I going to do? Yeah. Play a game. <laughs> <laughs> and I fired it up, and then an hour later, it's, you know, there's some posh English guy talking about how he's like, he's missing his wife, and she had this big car crash. Yeah. So, you know, I'm checking my phone every two minutes, and I'm playing the game. Are you all right? 
yeah, so you know, she got there and I was like, Are you okay? I've got so happy, okay. <laughs> um, so I think that added to it, but you know, it's a really moving story, I thought, and quite interesting, mm-hmm. um, but not really, a, there's a not really a game, there's an objective, but not much, yeah, no platforming, no puzzles. No, I feel sometimes that it's a good idea to show this to someone who maybe doesn't play games. But then I feel you need to almost have played so many games to try something different like this. Because, I mean, if I showed it to my mum, for instance, never really played a game in her life, uh, she wouldn't have the patience to sit through it because she doesn't understand the conventions of controlling something in the first person. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, there's just a weird thing there that I don't think someone like that would get would get it. Yeah. Uh, opposed to maybe being a film or... I can get that as it being like a... Like a square of dark chocolate between courses. You have to have like eaten the courses to enjoy that really bitter bit of chocolate. <laughs> you know, so you need to have been playing first person games so you've been yeah. dunking for cover and getting them, you know, uh, oh, it does highly it. stressed to, to enjoy a game where you don't really do much of that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I think it's, I, I agree, it's a fantastic experience. game experience or yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. And my surprise would have been switching it on, going into the first wee house and then going, that's <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me that's purely just me also uh, it lasted two hours as well which I think really you know if it was a four hour game maybe yeah. it would have been my biggest disappointment because <laughs> it'd been it good was a perfect length you know new went to end it was like a movie length so I got in and I finished it yeah. I thought about it for days instead of dragging on or it leaves something it. with you I think by the end of it you start really starting to think about what happened because there's a few layers there as you say um, and there's some nice trippy sequences and it's a good looking game as well like I played it on online so I didn't get the full yeah, brunt of it. I played on Betamax Online as well. Yeah. VHS Online. Nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Adjusting no, the tracking. <laughs> as you go. Tracking's touchy, mate. <laughs> you see all that belt she recognise, you know. Yeah. I don't mind that. My biggest surprise <laughs> then, right? Okay. <laughs> to keep this as highbrow as you lads have with your emotionally deep games was Pokemon Conquest. Oh, wow. <laughs> In which somebody took the stale... I'll be honest, it's stale now, Pokemon oh, thank you for franchise, your honesty. and did something different with it. Yeah. They created a game that was based on kind of, again, collecting Pokemon, <laughs> <laughs> but fighting them in a slightly different manner. Yeah. And, uh, you know, putting paths through it, a kingdom. Yeah, it was like a template of like feudal Japan. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like, you'd never have expected Pokemon to go, yeah, we're going to do like a feudal Japan Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And it's like a tactics game as well, and it's odd. You would thought Nintendo would have been like, no, no, no. Whereas in reality, they're like, bring it on. We'd love to amalgamate one of the biggest franchises on Earth with perhaps one of the most unknown ones. <laughs> do you think but it, in the end, it worked. Do you think it would have done better with a different name? Uh, Pokemon sets a couple of expectations, and then you mm-hmm. maybe not bother looking at it because mm-hmm. it's another Pokemon you. Possibly, but there's no way they could have left Pokemon out of the title. Let's be honest. There's no way you could have them as a surprise entrant. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody buys it, like expecting a really deep, like total war, mm-hmm. feudal Japan, like tactics game, and then all of a sudden it's like pika pika. The other biggest surprise was when it first came out, and we were talking about it on this, uh, and I couldn't say the name of the original yeah. Japanese franchise. Yeah. So Can what you've done <laughs> is you've came, you've learned it, learned yeah. how to pronounce it, and you've come back now to redeem yourself. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> uh, so yeah Pokemon Conquest is the name of the game <laughs> ok well let's find out through fate who's the winner 
Pokemon Conquest wins. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fuck worst one. Your win. emotional games for big grown up men, eh? Big. Daft Pokemon win out once again. Man. Anyway. I hate this podcast. On to the next one. <laughs> Right, the next category is... Honourable Mentions. <laughs> Honourable Mentions. Right, these are the games that we thought were runners-up, obviously, to the biggest game of 2012. Oh, don't. So, <laughs> let's rattle some off. What didn't pip your I'll I'll, I'll hand over to Jerry if you could rattle a few off the wrist here for us. I think the biggest one for me that didn't quite make it was XCOM. I think if you're buying a game at 1am in Asda. I totally forgot about XCOM. I played the demo and thought, that's pretty good fun. It feels really old. But I kind of liked that about it. It felt really like, you know, like a game I would have really loved back in back when I was younger. I know it's based on a game from years ago, but I, it was great. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it tomorrow. Definitely buy it. You know when you, know when you play Tekken or something, you go back at the time, you thought, man, those guys look real. Yeah. And then you look at it and go, God, that was an idiot. Those guys look terrible. <laughs> Well, this is like that, but in a good way. Like, it feels just like that old PC game that you would play. But it totally isn't. Like, if you would yeah. buy and compare them, it'd be night and day. But it feels just like it. You know, it's yeah. really hard. They're devastated when your wee guys die, which is like every five minutes. Mm. And, um, like, a, ga- a console game that then you finish your turn. And then uh-huh. outside the fog of war, it does its bit. It felt really alien to be playing it on it. Huh, alien to be playing it on a console, but it's brilliant. <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't I, played any of it. I haven't even played the demo yet. But I am still intrigued. Because it's a kind of a, it's a tactical game. You know, you need to plan out what your team's going to do, and then they do it, and then the enemy gets their goal. I'm the world's greatest at turn-based strategy. Not to blow my own horn, but I, think I am what you're trying to say the is fucking you're, greatest. You're the, you're the fucking greatest at uh, Advance Wars. <laughs> all all, uh, all strategy-based, turn-based affairs, I'm brilliant at. Okay. I think I might be one of the greatest, greatest strategic of masterminds of uh, the 21st well, century. You still cry when you're like randomly assigned name. The guy <laughs> dies horribly. Yeah. Can you rename them? Yeah, you can. But you don't want to do that. Because no. if you rename them, you get attached to them. I guess I. Uh, it's like killing your own chickens. Yeah, but I, I, you can colour code them all when you like, change their things. So I've got a whole raft of red shirts. Mm-hmm. Ah, so the minute no one's got any skills and they're in the team, red shirt. <laughs> if anything really bad's happening, I just send all the guys to the red. That's <laughs> the way to do it. It's a good idea. No, I think I will maybe go and buy it tomorrow. I keep forgetting that it even exists. And everyone, it's, it's in everybody's kind of game of the year. You know, it's always mentioned. Like, An honourable right. mention. An honourable mention. Uh, honourable mention. Yeah, excellent. It was the only game I've played outside of like Championship Manager, where you played in Glasgow. Nice. Mm. It was like oh. the whole world went Pete Tong. You know, Egypt was on fire. Yeah. Brazil hated my guts, and the UK loved me. And right. All, all three of them kicked off at once. And the UK <laughs> one was Glasgow, so I thought, well, I need to go and sort that out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was raining, so it was pretty good. That's pretty good. Home field done advantage. Re- done the research. The, um, my good friend friend of the show the Velvet Glove was telling me that he was on Steam he was looking at a, a train simulator there's an expansion pack for one of the train simulator games which takes you through my own line takes oh, you nice. to Blair Hill Station you can actually go down he's, he's like he's looked at the screenshots he's like that's pretty accurate <laughs> like, I really want to see this I want is it like a Google Maps like smeared screen grab? <laughs> you're going back. Like you on the station, just like in a, in a square that's a different colour from the rest of it. Yeah, what happens if you shoot yourself? 
For what? If you see yourself in the game. It's fine, it's like Time Cop, we can exist. Right. But we can't exist in the same space. Can't touch each other physically. If I came onto the train and forced my way into the driver's right. seat. You'd have to shift. Yeah, I, would, I, I wouldn't let him touch me. Right. I'll Fair. kill him. Fair. <laughs> Next honourable mention, please. Honourable mention for me, pour moi, has to be uh, Mark of the Ninja. Mm. Uh, Mark of the Ninja, mm. uh, we, we talked about last month, I guess. Xbox Live Arcade Xbox title? Live Arcade exclusive, made by the people that made Shank. It's a 2D stealth platformer. And it's just fantastic. It's just, as we mentioned last time, everything in the game, the world presents itself to you with no, there's no, nothing vague about it. It just is like, here's how much noise you're making. It's going to bring this guy. Here's where you can hide from him. You know, he definitely won't be able to see you. Do this well, and, everything will be okay. And then you murder him. Yeah. Because he is a baddie. You get a choice to murder him badly or well. Yeah, you can you can also murder them really noisily, <laughs> which I really like about it. There's um, when you do a stealth kill on someone, there's uh, you press X to, or um, whatever it is to press. I think it's X, and then you have to press again with a combination like of one of the a direction. Direction. If you don't get it right, it's a really horrible, ragged, loud kill. He's like, "Oh my god! <laughs> oh my wife! <laughs> oh my children!" And you're like, "Oh fuck." And everyone's like, oh, what's that? And they all run through doors. But if you do it correctly, you get a really stealthy, silent kill. You stuff them in a cupboard, and then you fuck off. <laughs> Just dart up the road. You disappear up the road, and you have a very good laugh about it with your ninja pals. It's a great game. I don't want to go too in-depth about it, because we talked about it in the last episode, but outstanding. Well worth the tenner that it yeah. costs for a good couple of hours. hundred or something. It's one of those games that you make, you go back, you, you raise alarms, and you, you know... If someone finds a body or they see you, you lose points. Uh, and you gain points by, you know, being stealthy and letting people go by you and they don't see you. But um, you think, I can go through that level again and have no one see me. You know, you can go through the entire game without anyone even coming near you if you're just good enough at it. So you want to go through it again and get that perfect score and find all the hidden things in the levels and that's great. How does it play when it goes wrong? Really, really... Uh, you, you absolutely shit it. Like, someone will see you, the alarms go off, a voiceover's like, run! <laughs> like, fuck! <laughs> but when you run, when you walk, it's really, you're, like, you're silent, you're a ninja, So, but when you start, when you hold in the right trigger to run, it creates, like, a giant big circle appears showing you the sound that it makes. Everyone can hear you and track you, so when they see you, you want to run, but at the same time, if you run, they'll know exactly, they'll know exactly where you are. Where you are. Yeah. And so you hide in a hatch or you hide in a cupboard and you know, if they see you going in there, they'll come and grab you and pull you out. Like two shots and you're dead. So, and when you're found out, you can't kill anyone. <laughs> so they see you and you're like, right, okay, I'm just going to kill this guy. But all you can do is like maybe punch him so he falls over, and that's it. You can't use your sword or anything. So, no, it's really cool. And then your works in silence. And then your works in silence and complete sexiness. Uh, my first honourable honourable mention is uh, Borderlands Two. Yuck. Ah, boo. take that. Piss, boo. Borderlands 2 is great. Fuck you. Says you. <laughs> in your daft opinion. Bigger, badder, brasher yeah. than last uh, iteration. In the brasher you are. Uh, the more you play Borderlands. I think that's how the same goes. The brasher you are, the more you play Borderlands. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the word. Um, any of, uh, either of you try it, you tried it. I played it online with you a few times. Yes. 
uh, I had the problems I had were, was the same problems I had with Borderlands One, which was I would run out completely out of ammo in boss fights, mm-hmm. and they would kill me, and I'd go back to maybe a couple hundred meters away. I'd run back to where the boss was, and still have no ammo, and that would be the end of that chapter. <laughs> Turn off the PlayStation, go to my bed, walk away. It's no good. You've got to consider it's more of an RPG. You've got to go away, level grind, get your stuff together before you go into a boss fight. It's you not presented in that way. I know, but you can't just take it for granted. It's still an RPG at its core. Fuck that game. Uh, <laughs> no, that game is one of those perfect ones that you can buy, even at full price, keep it for the whole year or until the next one comes out, and it'll last you the full year. There's a lot to do in it. There's yeah. a lot of content. A lot of fun to be had. A lot mm-hmm. of daft jokes in it. A lot of uh, again voice acting phenomenal. I saw a, there was a video about there was a hidden sort of Easter egg where you had to deliver pizza to a sewer, mm-hmm. and when you, when you you deliver pizza to the sewer and then one by one enemies attack you. They're called like Mikey and Don, you know Don and Raph and Leo. Yeah, and then like it's like that's quite cool. You know that you've got a, like a Ninja Turtles reference. You've delivered. Pizza to the turtles and then killed them. <laughs> <laughs> As you would do. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah, Borderlands 2. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Excellent, as long as you liked it. Next. Uh, mobile game, I think. Funky Smugglers. Ooh. Mm. What happened in Funky Smugglers? Uh, you're like a crazy kind of airport security guy. Um, and grannies walk through with stuff in them. So sometimes it's good, like apples. No, it makes a lot of sense, this game. Apples and some of those bad stuff like scissors. Yeah. <laughs> so it's real high and stuff and the rest of everything and they kind of shuffle through and, and you have to like swipe the stuff off them but if you bump into like a, a green bit you've kind of lost and you need to get all the, all the red stuff to go yeah. the game's kind of simple but it gets mad hectic and it's got a fantastic soundtrack mm-hmm. and it's one of those games you just like headphones in and you almost play it like Vice City like you leave it on yeah. just for the soundtrack oh, that's cool this is that kind of game um, so there's not a lot in it like to be honest it's not very detailed but mm. it's a fantastic mobile game you know you'll yeah. play it for you'll play it for 20 minutes and keep coming back to it. What was it called? Funky Smugglers. Funky Smugglers. I like it. We should check to see if that's available on other platforms. It's available on all platforms, Gav. All the good ones. Oh, wait a minute. Jeez. I'm going to have a look for it. Yeah, it's on Right it's on, now. It's on iOS. Hmm. I have a mobile game that I spoke about a couple of weeks ago called The Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's out on Android as well. But it's basically, uh, it's a puzzle game. And it's this ever unfolding box right. like a music box almost but it's just little puzzles will open up little parts of the box and then you've got constantly use touch controls on the iPad or whatever to rotate it and then you'll be turning dials or flicking switches or messing about interacting with the touch screen controls and it all just works really seamlessly and when you get past a certain point this infinitely opening box will just unfurl again and you'll just go to the next box and start working on but there's only I think four or five chapters of it at the moment mm. and it takes maybe two hours to work through them but it's just a really good do puzzle you can, game do you come back to it or do you finish it and then feel like that's once like you done? finish it that's it but I'm looking forward to whatever the next box is the next puzzle box will be good mm. I like it well there we go Gav you got any others um, other honourable mentions for this year have been things like um, really quickly Halo 4 Halo 4 multiplayer I have never been interested in in multiplayer and for years now uh, I think it was like maybe Modern Warfare 2 was the last game I played online properly and gave it any sort of level of thought and I need to get home and level up and maybe I can prestige this time mm-hmm. but um, I kind of gave up on it but now Halo 4 it's just so daft brash fun colourful 
no bullshit about it. You're either red or you're blue. If you are red, kill the blue guys. And not like if you are a dusky sort of weird brown uh, fatigues guy, you yeah. have to kill the other kind of brown fatigues guy. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no ambiguity again about it. It's just, you know, kill the other guys. It's so stupid and fun and daft and... Jetpacks. Jetpacks. Jet ah, exactly. Running somebody over on a big warthog. It's great fun. It's good. It's good. I've got uh, on my other list a couple of quick ones. Uh, Dishonored. I'm going to put out there. Dishonored. Yeah, it was a good game. Because it was a good game. It's a new IP. Has some decent ideas. Mm -hmm. And the sequel will be good. Yeah. Dishonored's one of those games for me that it's the embodiment of Potential. I want to see where it goes rather than... I mean, I still enjoyed it, but I feel the ideas there weren't fully explored as much. So we'll fully see the second out. one. Did you play this on? No. It sounds like an Assassin's Creed 1. Kind of. Yes. This, this is going to be good. Yes. One day this should be good. Yeah. yeah. Aye. It's good at the moment, but it's just not great. Yeah. Yeah. The next there's one should be there's great. enough problems with it where you go like, well, yeah. You know, it's not. That's why it's not in kind of the game of the year category. I think if it, those little problems went away, maybe next year Dishonored Two will be magnifico. Magnifico, exactly. Any others? Uh, Zookeeper Online. Nice. Guess what platform that's on? <laughs> <laughs> Is it also in the mobile yes, platform? Ja- yeah, yeah. Twenty five gig, you know, Blu-ray game. Uh, it's a mobile platform. <laughs> it's uh, just match three. It's nothing very exciting, but. It's online, and you basically get your arse handed to you by like, random people yeah. with kanji characters for names. Mm-hmm. And it's brilliant because it's... The problem with match three games, I think, are that you can never stop them. You get sick of them, and you stop it, you don't complete it. Yeah. But you basically get pummeled on it, and it's set up to make you fail really quickly. So okay. there's, there's, you, get a good, you get a good run out of it, mm-hmm. and you'll quickly get taken apart. So it kind of naturally ends your game at a nice point. So it's yeah. quite fun. And it's a game, I think, that even my wife started to play. It's yeah. Kind of, so it's always good broad audience. That's when you know... <laughs> Exactly. Like cross appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've had a few games on the iPad this year that have been uh, games that I necessarily wouldn't have played otherwise, but because my missus plays them, you know, you have a wee kind of sneaky look at them. There's like mm. a Jurassic Park builder game. Yes. And um, there's My Dragon, which is insanely. It's all, every day. Like, I took the iPad, I had a job interview, had to take my iPad, and she said, if you're taking it away over the weekend, remember to feed my dinosaurs. <laughs> And I kind of laughed and she went, no, seriously, you need to feed my dinosaurs. I'm like, fuck. So today, when I was getting my full uh, Scottish breakfast in Cafe Ludovic, around uh, the corner from your old flat, mm-hmm. I had to uh, feed some dinosaurs while I was sitting there. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But <laughs> there's been plenty of like, mobile games that I've, I've really enjoyed. But to be honest, I'm saving it for something else. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. It just feels like they apply a different category to the mobile games, but they're more fun. Mm. You know, you talk about Dear Esther, and you're like, oh, that's quite, it's quite interesting, it's quite thoughtful, various, but the mobile games seem to be like, oh, it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty cool. Aye. If, I don't know, it just reminds me of being younger and being more excited for games than you do now. Yeah, I think it, it's, it reminds us almost, the, sim- the simplicity of most mobile games reminds us of the simplicity of games when we were younger, almost, you know, it's... Uh, you know, just jump on the train. Like, I've spent the majority of my time playing flick golf at the moment. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just. It's just. It's easier to see past the kind of veil and all these. In a big console game, it's harder to see past the bullshit to just see the core tick box. Is this game fun or not? Yeah. 
and that's what every game should come down to. It's just a lot easier with mobile games to see past the bullshit and be like, this is fun. Yeah. Or this isn't fun. There's little things this year that I've liked, for instance, to the He Man game on iOS. <laughs> I've said that the I've allowed the He Man game to send me notifications. Mm-hmm. So occasionally I'll get a, a message coming up saying things like, He Man, Eternia is in danger. You need to come and help us. And that's a call to action. That right is, there. Yeah. That's uh, like, I have to be like, Holy shit, right, I need to help. I can't ignore this. I need to help the sorceress out. Well, enough of these bullshit honourable mentions. Yeah, let's fucking die. Here it is, folks, the moment you've all been waiting for. Game of the Year. Oh, sorry, I was still Game talking. Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Sorry, what were you saying? Sorry. We're going to put forward... Game of the Year. <laughs> sorry. Each of our Game of the Year. Uh-huh. And then we're going to let fate decide... Which one will be crowned the oh, ultimate victor? Do we each have a game of the year? Aye, aye. Each have brought forth a game of the year independently. Excellent. Without conversing with each other beforehand. Brilliant, brilliant. Couple I of fucking message. yes men. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go first, Gavin? Yeah, why don't I go first, eh? My game. Game one. Game. This game will win. <laughs> I don't know, that didn't work. Right. My game of the year. Best game of the year for me without any doubt is Journey on the PS3 <gasps> out of left field I was certain you were going to say Walking Dead no Walking Dead's my runner up but Journey absolutely I think the problem with games like Journey is uh, if you spend enough time away from it you start to think Aye, it's a bit wanky or whatever like that you forget about the actual emotions that elicited when you were playing it uh, and you know the more time you spend away from it the, the less you appreciate it so I went back last week or so played through it again Bam, straight straight back to it. Absolutely in love with the game. Can't stress enough how multiplayer... I mean, I'm kind of back on the multiplayer train now with, with Halo 4, but I've never played a game where it's just one-on-one multiplayer. There's no communication between you two except chirping away on the... you know, making notes to each other, and you have to come up with your own kind of method of communication between you two. Which way are we going to go? You know all these kind of hardships your character faces with these other, all these things that are happening to it. And it's horrible at times. And you're sitting there going, it's cool, we're still here, we're still going. I'm still here. We're going to get through this kind of together in a way. And I've never had that in a game. And uh, the first time I played it, genuinely, was almost kind of in tears by the end of it. It's just I've never, again, had that. And yeah, game of the year, game of the generation for me. <sighs> Deep words. Deep stuff. So why don't you two dickheads let's tell not, us... Let's, <laughs> not, let's not leap straight away from Journey. I want to know a little bit more. Okay. What would you like to know, Phil? What is it? Was it just... <laughs> what was it that made you go back to it again? Was it purely just to make sure that you were right the first time round? I felt... I think with these games, games like D-Rest or games like Journey, I think you can... You don't want to seem almost like you like it because it's arty. Yeah. And it is. I mean, it's a beautiful game and it's very abstract at times and you get out of it almost what you put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes go, oh, shut up. It's just, you know, quit being a wank. Say Halo's the best. You know? And so I went back to make sure that the game still you know, played beautifully, the music was fantastic, it looks incredible, and I still, when playing it with someone else, a complete stranger, never met them before, by the end of it, you're still like, this person's my buddy. You know, like this person's been through hell together. This person's my pal, and you know it comes up even at the end what the person's gamer tag is. And I still, what I do is I'll I've played it six or seven times through now. Will 
take a note of their username and I'll usually just send them a message and go, good game. And sometimes you get something back, sometimes you don't. I didn't get anything back this time. But Aww. a few times you've had something, you go, the guy goes, yeah, that was really good, you know, cheers. And that's the end of it, you know, not like any budging friendships coming out of it. Don't want to make you jealous. Yeah, good, just as well. I was starting to worry that you were using it some kind of perverse match.com. That's actually how we met Jerry. <laughs> Chirping away. Should I seen the size of his uh, scarf? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those games that it's very easy to kind of dismiss as one of these arty-farty uh, games that just people like because there's something different. But and that, and that is a part of it. It's in a game like I've never played before, but yeah, it's just... It's magical. Mum says it's just magical. Yeah, something about that with Dear Esther. Yeah. it was different. Mm. It was the the thing that made it stick in my mind was the fact that it stuck in my mind. Yeah, you know, there's, there's think about it. Loads of weird stuff you get in PSN. Remember, kind of animated cartoon. I can't remember what it's called now. There's some sort of weird animated cartoon, like RT experience games you can get. Yeah, um, and they don't stick. They're crap. I can't remember the name of it. You know, but yeah. I remember at the end of Dear Esther feeling. Yeah, you, an actual emotion. It leaves something with you by the end of it. I and think. at the end of Flower as well, you know. Yeah, I remember at the end of Flower, you know, kind of like felt really elated and joyous that mm-hmm. you got through that, and yeah, it sticks with you. It can be hard to articulate sometimes. I think how these things make you feel, and when it comes to games, you feel again. You know, like I sharp. Like you <laughs> shouldn't feel anything. I like you shouldn't yeah. feel anything because games I haven't got that. They shouldn't have that thing in the, in the public's mind. You go like, yeah, I was playing a game last night and it nearly brought me to tears and they're like, fucking sharp. <laughs> I think even, even even the language you used to describe it, you know, is you press a button to chirp up mm. and it would actually you want to talk about how you felt or what, what the, how the story progressed. But yeah. we still are stuck on, what did, what did you do in it? Yeah, like, what's the, what's what's the, what did you press? Like, how did... Well, that's it. I mean, like you play Flower and it's really abstract. You're moving the, the, the six-axis controller around to move and... Whatnot, and it's again, it's one of these games that you're like, oh shit, I've never played this kind of thing before. But then you get to Journey, and it's like a sort of a third person almost action game. You could imagine they could just easily have added in punches and kicks and enemies to the game, and it would have just been you know, a brawler. But because of that, they've taken all that away, stripped it right back. It's just literally walking, floating, sliding down hills. Mm-hmm. The music adds so much to it, and you know, it's, it's like anything, it's like a film, you know, you take away the music from it, from like take away the music from Psycho or something, it'd be a pretty boring film yeah uh, Journey's music had so much to it and I think that kind of falls by the wayside sometimes with people you know just like ah, I don't care about that that's not a game to me you know prestige mm-hmm. by people do you mean me <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. but that's I think in a way it's perfect in a way for you because even though there's no story in Journey other than what you do mm-hmm. the story is the journey you know when, even when you get there nothing generally nothing really happens when you get to the end of the game uh, the game itself is what you play it for. Yeah. And it's not like there's a story there for you to press start through. That's true. <laughs> I did play uh, Journey uh, through to completion. Yeah. Unlike me. You finished? Uh, I did. I heard the fireworks. Excellent. Uh, and for what the experience was, I did really enjoy it. And I walked away, you know, thinking that was a good experience. Mm-hmm. Never went back though. And I can't see myself doing it. it can be whether or not it would be going back to recreate the same emotion that you got the first time round mm-hmm. or whether you get something different at the other side of it I it, don't know but. I mean it can be different each time I mean I've played it through a few times and you go different ways and you sometimes the person you're playing with doesn't give a fuck about you they'll just they just pile on yeah. without you being there uh, as if you weren't there and other times people wait for you and you know there's something gratifying about that being able to sit and go like there's somebody well ahead of it and 
the more you play the game, the better your character gets. You get a big longer scarf, which means that you are able to do more acrobatics and float higher and longer and faster. Um, and it's cool to see someone like that, someone that's obviously played the game a lot more than you, still waiting on you because they want that experience again. They don't want to just jump on it on their own. They're obviously playing it because they want to play with someone. Yeah. And that's quite cool as well. Like, I, I wouldn't play it probably offline again. I mean, I did once because we spoke about this, what it's like to play it without anyone. And it's still a great experience, but it's, it's a very solitary experience yeah. playing it uh, yourself, which probably goes without saying. But playing it online, complete night and day for me. So, Johnny, my game of the year. Very romantic. Uh, almost, moved to tears as a blub, blub, is action and bullets shooting people in the head pow, pow, pow. running from rapists <laughs> uh, Jerry let, let our powers combine as we bring well, do you know what though Jerry's not actually came out right and said it's his That's game true. of the year he's going to fuck you over here that'd be brilliant is that yeah, the ultimate heel turn uh, yeah. no <laughs> yes I am going to say then in that case okay and it feels difficult saying it because it's such a recent game and it feels like you're just still a bit caught up in it. Mm-hmm. But just technically in terms of creating a perfect package with good presentation, amazing voice acting and one single unit and just pushing it forward and giving you over and above what a lot of our games would give you as standard. Mm-hmm. It's Far Cry 3. FC3? FC3. Now... Roll the dice. Oh, six. Six. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my first topic will game be the year. Johnny. Uh, Jerry, what is your what is your game of the year? Sorry, Gav, but it's Far Cry 3. You don't have to be sorry for it. It's not like it's a competition. It, it does feel like when you get a top 10 album, and you know, like, yeah. the white album's down at like 7 or 8, mm. and then whatever, like whatever shape. Travis album's week. up at 2. Um, yeah, and yeah. in two years' time, no one gives a fuck. Aye. But I think it is, like you're saying, it's technically, it's not got the same emotion. Yeah. obviously as, as a no. game like Journey but it's an open world game that's chock full of stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't suck that looks beautiful and that at any minute chaos erupts yeah any minute yeah you know you, you might die in the, doing a mission you have to go back in there no, no that guy's going to be over there and it's completely different the next time because a yeah. bear runs through it you know it's, it's, <laughs> it's just a chaos machine you know? anything can happen at any time there's missions that just instill fear and yeah. you, we say there's no emotion in it, but there totally is. When I don't, well, it's probably just predicated on what you're on, what you're bringing to the table. But missions where you've got to go in the water and kill a shark, yeah, and that is petrifying to me. Like genuinely, yeah, it's based on your own kind of fear. Of- and uh, I've always carried with me since I was very young, right? Yeah, real time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were uh, uh, on holiday one year in Spain somewhere. And I remember it was the first year that I got one of those goggle sets with the snorkel thing. And I was out, I wasn't out that far into the sea. And I looked down and you could just see the ledge of the land just dip sharp as shit. And I was just past it. And I looked down, it was just black beneath me. <laughs> and I never shat it like that, no. ever. Ran no. back to the beach. And one of the first times I went deep into the sea in Far Cry 3, did exactly the same thing. Yeah. And it's just like flashbacks, like sharp white light in my eyes. It's how you live this moment. And I was just like, I've got to get back at the land! I <laughs> did on the back as fast as I could. And you talk about feeling emotions. Yeah. That was 
petrifying. Yeah, one emotion it does is tension. Oh, yeah. so well, yeah. I think when it comes to first person games, I tend to sneak in as stealthy as possible. Mm-hmm. Kind of like shape baggery, you know, like oh, hey, I'll, I'll get him from the bushes, like no one can touch me. And then you'll hear a snarl and you'll like <laughs> flail out of the water uh-huh. as the tiger comes after you, you know. It, it's so bad. There was a moment where I was hiding just like that in the water, kind of just peeking out the top. Yeah. I'd set off a bunch of alarms in a little uh, base that I was trying to take over. And I was like, hey, I'm just going to hide here. Nobody can see me. This is fine. There's a pier beside me. And there was just a fucking croc just coming up alongside <laughs> me. <laughs> and it's just, it's hideous at times, but brilliant as well. You're just like, that was great. You just take out a knife and start stabbing the croc. I keep hearing different animals. That's the first time I've heard croc. <laughs> yeah. like, it's going to be like Tyrannosaurus Rex now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's deadly. Yeah, you're constantly, even the most basic stuff, even like there's, there's kind of open world kind of crap stuff. Get from X to Y yeah. Yeah. in 30 seconds. And I hate those missions. But I did one of them and I thought, yeah, I'm never doing that again. And just after landing, one of the, one of the wee blue guys is your mates. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, good job, thanks. And then he had a snarl and I was fighting dogs on a cliff top. <laughs> and then bad guys turned up because they heard my shots and yeah. the dogs killed them in a death embrace. <laughs> and none of that was scripted. Yeah. You know, none of that yeah. would have happened again or would happen to you if you played it. Uh, yeah. And it's you feel like, you don't feel like you're stumbling in something that people have set up. Yeah, it's like it's a natural, like, organic kind of way of yeah. playing it's, the game. It feels like a real illusion of reality in a yeah. sense you know, like. and they do some of the other stuff they do really well like uh, there's the hunting elements to it but they'll give you immediate access you can just go off and get all of them done tick the boxes before you even take on the first camp or yeah. the first story mission even uh, and that that be you you're super decked out with all this amazing shite you know enough C4 to blow up yeah half a fucking city block half <laughs> a goddamn city block <laughs> Uh and then you're just off and let free to run through this huge yeah. map. It's dead lush. And then things like the, the leopards in particular, you come across them, having to hunt them, they hide so well. <laughs> like you get a lot of animals you'll spot from a mile off, but then the ones that are supposed to be pure sleek it yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about them is they're pure sleek it. It's just all done so well. And things like the voice acting is great. The characters are interesting enough. Some of the complaints that I heard early on about how your guy goes really quickly from being this really timid, you know, caught out of his depth guy to becoming an ultimate killing machine is also kind of explained later on when it turns out he's this, you know, hypothesised god that they've been waiting for to come back and free the island. All right, okay, I didn't know that. It's just wild. (laughs) And there's all these Mayan temples all over the place. You've got to go in and find relics. There's just so much to the throughout it the only complaint I've got mm-hmm. about it well no, that's not true one of the complaints <laughs> I've got about it is the pronunciation of tattoo <laughs> the, the tatao the tatao the tatao someone says tatao <laughs> and then oh. you, you, you end up slipping into what's probably you mean talcum <laughs> <laughs> you should try you end up slipping into semi-racist accents as you try and say tatao properly <laughs> throughout the day yeah and that did get in your, my wick a little bit yeah, I just stick subtitles on to figure out what they're talking about. <laughs> it's a tattoo. I do play. With, I tend to play the subtitles on anyway because I'm normally listening to podcasts and things like that while I'm playing games, not paying attention to storylines. But this, I'd pause stuff and I'd, I'd watch what was actually happening in the yeah. story, and then you could just be let alone for an hour to just do whatever you want with something else on in the background. Yeah, it's just so many fast travel points. You never feel like you're stuck yeah. in our sending over. Yeah, you just get from and a driving's fun enough yeah. as well. Which is hard to pull off. Yeah. First time I got in a car, I thought it was going to be pish. 
Yeah. And then like a sliding like halfway across the grass, leaping out at the wrong moment. <laughs> right. And even just as a default, you just take the car, run it off of the next cliff to get an extra five hundred yards off what you've got to run, and just jump out <laughs> and the moment but yeah, we're off. It does a good job as well, whenever it takes you to because it kind of goes through several high points. So you'll have, you know, you're captured by these pirates and then obviously you've got to just defeat the pirates. The moment you do that, it opens up to, right, here's your next big guy that you've got to aim for. Okay. And whenever they take these leaps, they'll always give you enough to keep you going. Like it won't, the excitement won't drop immediately after because right, okay. they'll open up something new or they'll give you something new. Yeah. Uh, things like getting the wingsuit past a certain point. Yeah. It's like, Right, now I can glide wherever I want to go. Yeah. Off you go, dead happy. Like a big flying squirrel kind of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then you get a parachute as well. So nice. You can go even further. It's just, there's a lot of Just Cause 2 in it. There's a lot of... Well, so Just Cause 2 is one of my favourite games, probably. Just visually, there's a lot of that. It's, yeah. It looks as pretty as that did, and it's really lush, like Just Cause was. Yeah. Uh, and it's all the good stuff from Skyrim and, and Fallout without any of the bits that really, really got to you. Yeah, you've got inventory management, so you've got yeah. a backpack full of crap. Um, and it's not hard to deal with. No, yeah. and it's not perfect either. Yeah. It still defaults to the first on the list every mm-hmm. time you go back into it, which is a bit annoying. Yeah. But you deal with it yeah, and it's, it's fine. They're easy to get shot of, they're easy yeah. to pick up. It's not a pain. I remember playing Fallout being kind of paralysed almost by I've got, oh, I've got so much power armour. Yeah. I can't, this is going to be keep. worth X, I can't get shot of this. And you'd, you'd, you'd find, load up a save game and find that you've just been standing in a corner for 20 minutes, like mm. trying to figure out. This one you don't really care. Like it's, yeah. it's crack pipes and playing cards. <laughs> Basically, and, and, and it even says sell this. Yeah, just get shot of it. Recommended so, yeah. action, but sell I, it. When I was watching you play it, that's what I really liked. I fly through it. I was just like, I don't know if I need this later. You know, it's just like, nah. It also has enough really sweet stuff in it, like, you know, you've got to go and kill a legendary beast <laughs> at this point, and you've got to go and kill, like, the deadliest shark that's... The worst shark. High, pretty much. <laughs> and again, back to being petrified, yeah. going back into the war at night. No, I'm, I am... Going, I mean, <laughs> the, the PlayStation uh, Network's 12 Days of Christmas thing, uh, the last one in it is definitely Far Cry, because mm-hmm. you just see the silhouette as yeah. that cover. So hopefully, if it drops, all the other ones have dropped from about forty to fifty down to twenty. Yeah. So I'll, if it's for twenty, I'll definitely. I'll well, definitely here's a here's it. a paid placement. I was in game today. Okay. And it was twenty two forty quid. Oh really? Twenty two forty something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, was mm. really cheap. Yeah. Not bad. It's mm. absolutely worth it. It's worth it full price. Yeah. You're just blinded because it's new. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to. That's the only excuse I'm going to use because I'm pure better. If this was like Grand Theft Auto Four had just came out, uh, you'd be like, "It's the best game ever." <laughs> well, I think Grand, Th- Grand Theft Auto Four came out. I was like instantly. Like it was a couple of days or all of it, and yeah. I kind of felt like this is kind of weird. Like there's not much in it. It's kind of empty, and the, the story yeah. doesn't make sense. Like it's although you still wanted to blow stuff up, that was all you had left. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in this game, I don't think you could take joy in just standing on a rooftop, like blowing stuff up. Yeah. You have to just get in the middle of it. Ah, get right into the thick and of it's things. so it's so dense. You know, you can't move without stumbling into even the random stuff that appears or forts are everywhere or you know yeah. missions. You you don't have to traverse the map halfway across to get something good. You're always yeah. really close to something good. No, I'm looking forward to playing it. I, I I have this thing about Far Cry. I always just assume it's a really boring. Same thing happened with Crisis. Yeah, you assume it's a PC old style game. It's not for you. It's just one of those kind of games that you'll never play, and then. Suddenly, Crisis Two came out on like PlayStation Plus, and I loved it. 
Yeah. So this might very well happen with Far Cry 3. Crisis 2 did a good job of, again, the kind of chaos stuff. Yeah. When you enter a battle, anything could happen mm-hmm. and it'll always play slightly differently. Far Cry 3 does that just mm. throughout. Can you turn invisible? Almost. Yeah. Once you get into the the brush, you can just you can just disappear and really quickly. And, That's yeah. the thing. Like you know, uh, it must not look good. Like if you could look at it as a third person, you're just a wee guy in a blue t-shirt. Crouch. Yeah. But <laughs> they just drive past it. Actually, uh, yeah. so what you want it to do, it doesn't. Yeah. And there are bits where it's kind of glitchy as well. Like some of the the skinning animations. Yeah. And things like that. His hands are in the middle of them, kind of cutting yeah. an invisible knife through them, and then you. It doesn't even take the skin off the animal. Yeah, I was kind of pleased at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Skinning, you know, hands over ranks, and it just you rips the heart out and sticks yeah. it in a bag. Yeah. You? And then every time says "pu." Yeah, yuck. Oh, yuck! No, it's good. It's good stuff. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. Yes, you know, but we can't ultimately decide what the greatest game of the year is. Madame Curie will decide. Let fate decide <laughs> with the roll of a dice. It's Far oh, Cry 3! Boo, boo! Let's end this on a total negative note. Boo! <laughs> Look, we want to thank everybody for making games for another year. Thank you for making games, everyone. Um, and, uh, making really them job. available to us to buy. I've loved that. I've loved being able to buy them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What else would we like to thank? God, who through all things are possible. <laughs> Precisely. I dare laugh at God. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, thanks. Thank you very much to Jerry. The last year has been an absolute revelation. Thank you, thank you. If we've got anything out of this podcast, Jerry, we have met you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe even a guest cast Hall of Fame might be in it for you next year. <laughs> Keep trying, Jerry. Keep trying, Jerry. <laughs> I'm going to review the fuck out of some stuff next year. <laughs> what have we all learned from this year? Let's close up on something positive. I have learned that shooting people in the face is not always what I want from games. I like it. Oofed. Oofed. I'd say the same, Gav. I know I just picked Far Cry 3. I <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a funny way of showing it, Jerry. I know a lot of emotions in that. Punching a guy to death and then fighting a shark beats it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that as well. I think that was the, the first time I played a game this year that I felt was not running, jumping, shooting someone yeah. that was actually good and mm. not just an experiment or something that was kind of interesting, like something I would go back to. Yeah. Phil? I have learned that I love shooting people in the face. Okay. And that uh, I will never watch a full storyline in a game. <laughs> well, this is why Geshcast is one of the greatest podcasts of all time. Because we're so different. Look, I've also learned humility because I've not bought the Wii U yet, still. I don't think Even that's humility. <laughs> I think that's being scared of your wife. <laughs> and what can we hope for in the next year? Well, I've been thinking so a What's 2013 going to bring us? About games, I mean I still play a lot of big titles and I still enjoy them like uh, Uncharted 3 and things like that so I enjoyed Uncharted 3 to an extent uh, and those big blockbuster titles, looking forward to the new God of War and even Devil May Cry now um, but well, I think games like Journey, uh, Walking Dead things like that have made me think is are those games enough now for me to keep my interest? Um, is like for instance let's say Gears of War the new Gears of War Judgment game comes out uh-huh. big game really polished really exciting action game do I really care about that uh, do I care about being able to just shoot guys all the time um, so what I want out of games in the new year is exactly what I got this year from games like Journey and Walking Dead I want to be able to 
Gee, uh, I want to be able to feel something I've never felt in a game before. You want to finally feel a fucking emotion. You finally, exactly. I want that. This is the only thing that elicits emotion from me these days. <laughs> the threat of a small child being eaten. Aye, things like that. <laughs> I genuinely felt a parental responsibility for this character, though. You should. Like, there's I think choices. It's a sign. I think it's about time you and Lindsay finally just. No, I think that's actually a good substitute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> Guaranteed, let's stop her being broody. <laughs> you know, this could happen to her. Exactly. <laughs> but there's, I mean, there's options in The Walking Dead to keep the last, to keep them at arm's length, so you don't grow attached. But I was like, no way, man! Like, she better cut her hair. Who's gonna get grabbed by a zombie? <laughs> See, that sounds like the future, though, because we've been talking about Far Cry Three, and mm-hmm. we've always shot stuff, we've always jumped over stuff. This has just done it the best one yet. Yeah. But I've never felt. Yeah, you never, you never gave a lassie a haircut. Yeah. Because she needed it. Because <laughs> she needed it. <laughs> Who knows? Heavy rain next year, maybe. Too. I might let you give somebody a haircut. Heavy fucking pelters. <laughs> See, I got some sort of new, new one about some sort of AI robot. Oh, so like, oh yeah, one. it's uh, the Juno robot. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. from Juno that's doing the voice for it. Yeah, um, exciting. <laughs> thing is, like, I think with heavy rain, still, I know we've talked about it so much, but see if they can make a game. I almost want them to bring it another one next year just so we can use it as a template. <laughs> I'd be happy if they brought out a Heavy Rain game the exact same kind of style and maybe the tone but the story made sense. No, fuck it. Can't go. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just the story made sense. I would have probably loved Heavy Rain but it didn't. <laughs> but it didn't and I didn't. Jerry, what are you looking forward to next year? Um... Pussy! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he's fresh. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry, please continue. Um, I think, I think uh, getting a 3DS, I know it's not very exciting, but I think getting a 3DS at some point this year is going to be good. You're yeah. going to get uh, some 3DS game reviews through? Well, I know. Oh, yeah. some that's, a, that's an idea. Oh, fuck. To be fair, that'll be like maybe two reviews in a space of about nine months or something. Cool. Like I'll do a Vita corner as well, and I'll... Never have to do it. Just like now. I'm reviewing. Just make it up. There's a new game out. Uh, I think. Six gigs so no one can get it in a car. I, I'm reviewing the memory card I bought. <laughs> it was totally worth £70. Blah, really blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm looking forward to some new consoles. Yeah? Yeah. Generic is shit answer, but I am. No, it's always going to be exciting. Wave. Uh, it's the best time. It's going to be weird. Like, we've got the Xbox now. After playing the, the, the Xbox with all the updates that's been made to the... Yeah. Apart from the search function, <laughs> which is the worst I've ever experienced, um, the Xbox has got it in lockdown for online. I know we've got the Xbox tax. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think they'll ever get rid of. Uh, having to pay for, like, 40 quid a year for the Xbox Live. But Xbox have got it nailed for their online stuff yeah. for me. And that's important for me. So... When I look on the PlayStation, they're improving it, but there's still so many problems with their online store. You think, does Sony get this yet? You know, are they going to come out with the same bullshit next console? Because if you don't understand things like UI design and stuff, I mean, they must have millions of millions invested in this, and it's still shite. <laughs> Just copy Xbox Live. Just yeah, fucking carbon copy it. Fuck it. What do you think about the potential Steam Box? Steambox mm. will be interesting. That uh, Ouya thing should make an appearance as well next oh, yeah. year. Yeah. Android. Yeah, the Android-based one. Aye. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> Android. Steambox, I probably 
That'll be interesting. That is it just going to be some sort of Alienware with a Steam badge on it? Mm, yeah, but probably. Probably, uh, I'd still be in for that. Depending on the yeah. prices and stuff. I mean, I don't have the ability to play anything on Steam, but there's loads of games I want to play. So, yeah, if they've got the games, then I I'll buy it. If you're interested in that, you know, more interested in that story, you know, type, yeah, you know, story and emotion stuff. You're there seems to be more scope there. Yeah. Than I. A whole huge market of white stuff that's blockbusters and you know weird, interesting yeah. binding of Isaac, you know, uh-huh. games. That's what I want. But you you have to wait for a, you know if you're lucky you'd get them on the PS3 or Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if something came out of that similar price, I think I might just jump a dike. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years, just to see who's going to bring it what. Because I can imagine Apple must be considering bringing out something that just lets you have a full app store on the TV. Yeah. Well, that's what they're talking about, the new Apple TV being almost a TV. Yeah. You know, so who knows? Things like that. iPads. I mean, uh, there's the whole reaction to the Wii U stuff and how that's going to work out in the next year. You never know whether, as in uh, mobile games on your phone, have kind of made handhelds obsolete almost, in a way. You know, there's still a market for them, but there's less and less emphasis on mobile games. That might happen to consoles because of things like the Steam Box. Yeah. Um, you know, having instant access, things like um, like on life. I know it's kind of taken a serious dip this year, but there's still a lot of potential in being able to just jump on and start playing something. Yeah. And you don't get that with a console. Well, Microsoft have bought it's a guy kind. Mm, that's mm-hmm. right. Aye. So they're going to probably build some of that in as well. And I think you're right in terms of that middle ground. You know how how many people would buy a PS3 or Xbox or whatever. If there was a game that just did them, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't like a six-day-hour lose-your-life kind of game, yeah, and it was like a fiver or a tenner, and they could just get like a, a really quick game or something, that yeah, would hoover up a lot, of, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I can find that. I mean, as time goes on, I've got kind of fewer and fewer, fewer and fewer. I've got less and less time to kind of play games in the big screen. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, it's been really handy for me to do mobile games because it is the sort of thing you can fit in in a bit of downtime. Yeah. Whereas it still feels to me as a console, like I'm, you know, I'm getting everything ready, like I'm turning it over, I'm sitting down to play it, yeah. switching the phone off, yeah, this is that we're off. But you know, as, as we get as we kind of change what we do, I don't know if um, that sort of mobile temporary quicker experience will be more important. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see it plays out. I don't think it will be interesting. No, Played devil's advocate there. <laughs> <laughs> bored to tears in twenty thirteen. Well, I think we all get bored to tears because there'll be absolute passion for it towards the end of the year. Yeah, I just been guff. It's just filling up space. There's literally like one, two more games I want on the PlayStation. I think it's like the New God of War uh-huh. and The Last of Us. Yes. I think that's about it. There will be wee what surprises. About, uh, Lost Dogs, what they called? Sleep, sleeping Dogs? No. Uh, what was the other one? Lost Dogs? Oh, uh, what was it called? The one that looked like Assassin's Creed but set in the future. Oh, um, um, uh, not Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> sleeping Dogs. I know what you mean. Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Watch I Dogs. Never had dogs yep, very interesting to me, but again, it's one of these things that. Is it enough just to take Assassin's Creed from what it looks like and make it modern? Is it enough? Because, I mean, it looks really cool. But so does Assassin's Creed. You know, so does Assassin's Creed, <laughs> exactly, and it's made by the same folk, so... But then if Assassin's Creed becomes three, the, the three's a bit crap. Mm. People will be looking for three. I mean, that's what happened to um, Saints Row, was it not? Yeah. People wanted GTA, but they wanted the GTA from three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't want the new one. Uh, so Yeah, I, mean, I guess it could be. I mean, I think... The one problem with open world games like that, it seems to be a very, you know, if you've got this big open world that you get to walk around in, we know what the open, we know what the the modern age is. So if anything's wrong or anything's kind of badly done, it's instant to us that we know what this is. 
but that's wrong. You know, and you're easy to pick apart, but things like Assassin's Creed when it's back in the day, none of us lived in yeah. George Washington's era, you know, so it's easier for them to get away with shit. So that's what I'm kind of worried about. They're not going to... That uncanny valley is going to be more and more apparent as we go on. Do you have to skip and go to the future? Don't do present day, skip present day. Skip present day completely if you're doing open world. That's, that's the thing. Well. Open world, present day. You don't need it. Yeah. Hover, hoverboards or back of horses. Yeah. yeah. I live in the modern day right yeah. now, you know, and while it might be great to jump on, you know, do all this crazy stuff in the real world, I want I want jetpacks and hoverboards and Jetsons the game. Jetsons the game. That's what we're all secretly wanting. And more technical games. Uh, a lot more technical games. Technical games. Game. <laughs> 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 I just meant, you know, technical games like uh, Octodad. Oh so did I. Oh, oh god. I did that. Uh, <laughs> well thank you very much for joining us. Once again. Yep, thank you to Jerry, thank you to Miso, who is climbing He's all over. really, really wanting to have sex with Jerry right now. Miso is a cat, by the way. Yeah, so uh, it's like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife, Miso. Yeah, so uh, continue to listen to Geshcast forever. Never, Support us fully. Never ever tell a lie. Uh-huh. And welcome to 2013. Oh, wop, 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 A bunch of pricks. That was hard. Oh, right. But we got there, didn't we? Let's level with the people at home. Mm-hmm. We are two weeks or so after the, the event of recording that with Jerry. Yeah. That uh, was recorded at the time when? Just before Christmas? Just before the last episode dropped. Yeah. As we say in the industry. So, yeah, uh, that's that. Big Done. thanks to Jerry. Big for huge coming thanks down to and, Jerry. And, and chatting through his favourite games with us. Absolutely. We were all absolutely correct. I think we have to point out letting fate ultimately decide. Yes. That was the idea because we were a wee bit drunk mm-hmm. and we had a dice. We had a dice. So it all worked out. But in a beautiful way, mm-hmm. all the games we mentioned were games of the year. Oh, in a way, it doesn't matter because nobody's listening to this. <laughs> it's subjective. Uh, it's completely subjective. Uh, yeah. So anyway, look, what we're, the reason why we played that early on in the show and not towards the end as you would probably do an awards thing is because it's it's later now mm-hmm. um, I have played games that we have not played that I had not played at the time sorry yes like Far Cry and XCOM excellent so I can talk about those now go for it hit me up okay Let's right. just dive straight in right fine I will fine I will um, Far Cry 3 uh-huh. Jerry and your game of the year mm-hmm. and I can completely see now playing it why mm-hmm. it's Absolutely brilliant. I <laughs> have <laughs> very few faults with the game, aside from story-wise mm-hmm. and tone occasionally. Apart from that, absolutely stellar. As a as a game, mm. as pure entertainment, yeah, I think it just excelled. It's a game game. It's yes. really, it's good. Just to get the negative really quickly out of the way, the way that they shift in tone throughout, like when you're beating bosses, like the most interesting character in the game, pretty much. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Is killed like two thirds through it. I, yeah, but I get the impression <laughs> that in retrospect they wouldn't have done that. Mm. The final product they wouldn't have done that, but at the time, yeah, I, they were just like he's just another guy. And then they got this amazing guy to do the voice, and it all yeah. came together really well. And they're like, a lot of it was to do with the voice acting. Vast the kind of 
the, the antagonist for like two thirds of the, the game yeah. is maybe not even two thirds maybe not even two thirds is great but then you're left with a kind of cookie cutter drug board drug mm-hmm. lord and it's just nowhere near as entertaining and they're taking the thing is though throughout the game they're taking the story somewhere with Vass and then it kind of cuts off really abruptly yes and then you get but then when you when you're killing when you get to like the bosses as it were it goes to this pure drug hazed weird one on one knife fight thing mm-hmm. and you're like is this actually happening? Do I get a, am I getting any kind of sense of closure for killing this guy? Is he going yes. to pop up at the end? And you think, well, that's quite cool, but then it doesn't. <laughs> I get that. But the flip side of the coin of that is, in an FPS, when you get a boss fight, it mm. tends to be you'll either no-kill him or you'll kill him in two seconds. Yeah. And then that's it. And it totally detracts from it's cool, I think. at least stepping out of that boundary and doing yeah. something a little bit different. They definitely did something different with it, but I didn't. I think because they set it... It might not have been the right thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was at least... It's something different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, absolutely brilliant. It's like like a, a more grounded Just Cause 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not quite as mental as that, but there's so much other mental stuff in it. It's a different kind of mental. It's a different kind of mental, like having like things like your wingsuit. Mm-hmm. Like, but at one point, you're given you've got like a parachute and you can jump off things and oh no sorry a glider sorry yeah a glider suit I'm going to glider um, and you can get around it then, it, then you get the glider suit mm-hmm. and you start jumping off massive things but then you then you start to experiment with it and you realise that you can just jump off wee hills yeah and start just gliding around the entire map like pretty easily and you just start, start to master how this works and you're essentially just fucking Superman at that point <laughs> you just need a wee run up in a tiny hill and you can like just zoom off into the distance I'm really crap with it. I'm glad mm. that you're better. I want to see you do it. Cool. Better to cool. show me how to do it. Because um, I couldn't even do it in Just Cause 2. Well, it's, 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 <laughs> it's the Just Cause 2. I, I felt I'd kind of mastered Just Cause 2's uh-huh. getting around aspect where you could get from A to B quicker than you would in using a car or a motorbike or anything. Yeah, just, using your grappling hook and your yeah. parachute. But yeah, just the, the controls are perfect. I love the fact that you don't, as you, you and Jerry were talking about, about being just you come up to a camp and you're like, I need to take over this camp and there's like maybe three or four different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that there's bonuses for not being spotted while you're doing it. Uh-huh. Not just like raising the alarm, but also just not being seen by anyone throughout it, which is great. Um, I love the hunting aspect of it. I great. I put like, what, in the space of like maybe four or five days, I put in about 30 hours. My only problem with it is that there isn't more of it. Yeah. <laughs> right well, now. Yeah, once you do everything in it, which I have now, I've upgraded my guy completely. Yeah. Done all the hunting challenges, done, uh, liberated all the camps. That's it, pretty much. I started just going around collecting all the loot yeah. and all the statues, and I was doing it for about three hours, cleared off an island, and yeah. then zoomed out and saw that it was maybe about an eighth of the yeah. map. I was like, no! There's, I mean, there's a lot to do in that respect, but I don't find that fun. It's not the best fun, but yeah. some of the, the bits that aren't maybe camps, but other structures and stuff tend to still have bad guys around them. Yeah. And you're still getting attacked by lepers now and again. Yeah, I mean, it's cool because I mean, I think like because at the moment I'm finding myself not too fussed with like FPSs and the like. Mm-hmm. Like, saw the video for Bioshock Infinite, and it looked great. I mean, the art direction's stunning and it sounds great. And but then you just cuts to cuts to the actual gameplay, and it's just a, it's an FPS again. Right. And you think, well, I've played millions of FPSs, and just put, Bringing up a hand instead of a gun and firing fire out of it isn't any different than having a gun, really. Uh, so I'm thinking to myself, I'm a, I'm a bit jaded by just that. Yeah. But Far Cry offers enough outside of just shooting people, or at least gives you different ways to dispatch people mm-hmm. that makes it more interesting to me. So I'm looking forward to DLC. Mm-hmm. We've not done any of the co-op yet, you or I. 
Yes. So we will do that as well. The first bunch of DLC is just co-op stuff. Yeah. It's extending the chapters to the okay. co-op story. Uh, but there's a big movement, did you see, I think today it started? No. Where people are trying to get some kind of DLC involving dinosaurs on the island. I, I, I did, I've seen people <laughs> uh, on YouTube and whatnot try to get dinosaurs. Dinosaurs would be cool. Yes. Uh, in any situation, adding a dinosaur is always a good idea. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I saw a few like PC mods and stuff. I'm interested again. We'll talk about this later about getting into PC gaming. Not necessarily where I need a massive rig to get through and to, to play games like Far Cry. I, I feel like if I can play it on a console, I probably will. Yeah. I'm looking for other kinds of games on PC. Other experiences. Other experiences, which I feel like you can't get on a console. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently there's loads of really cool mods for Far Cry 3, much like they did with Just Cause. I'm sure there is. So yeah. I'd, I'd quite like to try those. I might get the Velvet Glove, friend of the show, to uh-huh. uh, might try and get him into it so I can... He can ride his coattails. Yeah. Live vicariously what through What about him. XCOM? Because I also played that. That's an odd one, isn't it? That's an odd one. It's an odd game. I'm not. It's not a bad game. Mm-hmm. It's not... This is the, the first time in a long time where I've been put off a game by it not being on my preferred... Uh, platform. Platform. And only my preferred platform. Some people, I know, love it on the console, but I would much prefer that game to be on a tablet. Yes. Touchscreen... Touch and go here, you know, it's a turn based strategy game almost. Yeah. For me, it's, it's the Vita. This would have been a perfect Vita game. Yeah. Especially, I mean, the Vita's got a touch screen, you know, it would be yeah, perfect. It's perfect for it. Yeah. You shouldn't have brought out the PS3. The fact it's on a console, I don't know if it's just that we're <laughs> used to such big action games and shit on your console, but when you're playing such a slow, methodical game on the big screen, mm-hmm. it's taking up your whole telly. <laughs> I, when I first got it, I uh, I played it for about six hours straight, mm. and then since then I haven't played it since. Yeah, I think I've reloaded it once, and then that's been me. But I played. The... It also doesn't save your progress unless you really, really make, make it. Save. I make it save. <laughs> you can't just save and quit. It won't save it. You have to save, then save and quit. For some reason, that's I found period. that's why I've done the same two hours at the start like three times now. Mm. That's what's put me off a little as well. But it's a great game. Nice tactical, something different again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is good. I just don't ever see where I'm going to put it in my machine. Uh-huh. It's a game that you need to be... And it's a bit... I think the thing is, as well, it's not an immediate satisfaction you get from it. It's a very slow game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even when you, like, move here, and it's like, right, hold on. I'm going to move. Remote play. Just give me a remote play uh-huh. or something, yeah. and I'll play the shit out Give me it. an iPad, and I can have a jobby and play it. Okay. Cool. Phil, give me it on an <laughs> iPad, and I will have a jobby and play it. Is there anything else that you felt you should have mentioned that you didn't mention? Uh, the games we didn't mention. Yes, we did talk about this just before recording. I can think of one. I, I know you can think of one. Uh-huh. But that's the one that you've played. The other one that we mentioned. <laughs> talk about Need for Speed for fuck's sake. Cool, Need for Speed, <laughs> most wanted. Should have mentioned that. Don't think I did. I don't think you did. Uh, just full disclosure. Mm-hmm. We recorded at this, but we didn't really listen back to it. I haven't edited it yet. <laughs> I will edit it and probably take this bit out. If yes, guys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the best racing game that I played this year. I didn't play Forza Horizons, okay, which is the other one that I wanted to play. Yeah, didn't. Other quick honourable mention I'm going to give to Dance Central Three. Yeah, that's you've a been really one. been enjoying that, haven't you? I played the story mode on that properly for the first time mm-hmm. the other night. I got the little Nyko lenses for the Kinect. Mm-hmm. Makes everything. I didn't think it would give such a range to the Kinect, but it does. After seeing how the before and after, yeah. It does give you a, sh- a huge amount of it's space. It's taken maybe about a metre off what yeah. I need to clear out. However, mm-hmm. it being the new year, I'm like, right, 
Time to get fit. Yep. Time to shake those old bones. Cool. Stuck in the UFC personal trainer uh-huh. desk again. Even with the Nyko thing, just completely broken. Does yeah. not work. Anytime we... you go down, it's like, now do some setups. So you go down and do some setups. And it's just, where have you gone? And it pauses everything and logs everybody out yeah. when it does that. It's, I don't think we expect uh... Dance Central 3, on the other hand. Yeah. Absolute pleasure from start to finish. Then the story mode, you join the Dance Central investigative team. And they've had to send people back through time. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they? Different exciting periods yep. in history. And so the first one I had to go to was the 70s. And you do some songs. And whilst doing some dances to some songs, you have to unlock moves. Okay. And once you've unlocked those moves, they string together in oh. one super move. Right. A craze. Okay, I get you, I get you. So then you get to do the craze dance. Right. And what's the craze dance? For the 70s, it was the hustle. Oh, man. It was dead <laughs> of course. safe. Of course. <laughs> but you, you so have do you to... think it'll be for, like, the 80s? I don't, I've just reached the 80s now. Like, what's the dance craze of the 80s? I don't know. Like, the thriller? The robot dance. Or the robot? Yeah. The thriller dance. The thriller dance. <laughs> <laughs> to midnight. But in terms of a Kinect game that works really well, yeah. is fun. That's a great game. Is you know, physical... It's physical, but again, it's something different and something you wouldn't expect you would play. Yeah, you know, five years ago, before the whole thing kicked off with motion uh, for Xbox, you wouldn't think I would be playing a dancing game. Mm-hmm. You know, in you've my living a, room myself. You've got to fucking commit as well. Yeah, yeah. You can't can't half ass it. You can't half ass it. You've got a straight face snap, snap <laughs> when it's time, uh, and that's the only way to do it. Good. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it, mate. I'm glad you're up off your ass. <laughs> Um, other game yes Batman Lego Batman Lego Batman 2 yes. DC Superheroes yes just coming off the heels of this uh, Marvel Superheroes uh, Lego game that's very exciting out. even yeah. if it's the same game with different guys in it I, yeah. will, I will 100% that one as well is it running around New York or something yeah or, you know some other Marvel city that I can't think of right now it'd be really good if Madripoor if the thing's in it oh it'd be great if Ben Grimm the thing was in it. What if you get to go Namor, the Savage Submariner? That'll be the end of it for me. <laughs> games are, games have reached their pinnacle. Ah. Oh no, it's Prince Namor McKenzie, the Savage Submariner. <laughs> yeah, it's all going to be good. I hope there's a giant Lego Galactus. Yep, that has to be, and then they have to release a Lego Galactus for us to, to buy. To buy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I think that's really the biggest honourable mentions and whatnot. Yes. We can't really do much well better done than to those this. games. And well done to our other games that yes. we featured in the Geshe's Era. And well done to us all. Well done to everyone. productive year. The last year As of ourselves. Geshcast. Let's have a great year. Yay! Gav, uh-huh. quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to talk about CES. CES. The Central Entertainment... Surprise! <laughs> Tell me what CES stands for right now. Consumer Electronics Show? Consumer Electronics Show, yes. Yeah, there we go. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about any of that electronics junk, Gav. Okay. I want to talk about them booth bays. <laughs> Was there another booth babe controversy? No, I just want to know if you've seen any hot booth babes. I love booth babes. Yeah. I think that the... Hot booth babes! It's been blown out of proportion entirely. Just because you've got some hot women, uh-huh. you're not. Oh, suddenly, we're not allowed to gawk at women. I will buy your product if you put a beautiful exactly. woman beside it. Or we play a gummy bears or something. 
It'd be nice. <laughs> I would not ogle them. Ogle them. I would not ogle them. Ogle them. I was so close. I'd make them feel dead. I don't respect. know how you speak. <laughs> this guy respects me a lot, and I'm going to go out with him. Yeah. Um, what big things did come out of CES? Real quick. Well, I guess consumer electronics, so it's not necessarily all about games. No. There was a really I'm cool. Excited you though. There was a really cool thing that they showed. Um, it's a Microsoft research video, in which um, they're talking about playing games, this boy was playing some nondescript FPS, mm. and behind him, a projector was projecting on his wall around his TV the rest of the game. So you would see, like, it would be like a wireframe of the rest of the level around him. Uh-huh. You know, when, like, a, a grenade went off, it would, like, fire all projected all around the wall. So it would look, you know, you get a much more immersive experience from it. Very nice. It looked really cool, and it's not something I'd expect to show up, because right. you need a projector behind you, you know, for, you know, maybe that could be the next thing. You know, the cell with the Xbox could be a projector or something. I don't know, but it was just a, it was a cool concept, and I thought, man, it'd be pretty scary if you were playing Dead Space and mm-hmm. having all this shit projected around you, things running at you, and creepy buggers coming out, feeling your bum. That'd be hideous. Feeling your little bum. What about the the piston? The piston. Why don't you tell people at home about the piston? Limited information, really. The, it's uh, it's the the valve uh, steam steam powered. Micro what? PC gaming yeah. PC, uh, so yeah, it'll basically run Steam and your games through it. Yeah, it seemed to have a bunch of HDMI ports, like four. Yeah, loads, of, loads of holes in the back <laughs> of it. <laughs> it did. Um, kinda... It's weird though because they're talking about how how much it will be, and mm-hmm. they're talking that it's closer to a grand than not. Yeah, when I saw it at first, I thought this is meant to be an entry level PC console. Yeah, and then they're like, it's going to be maybe a grand. Aye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no thank for for a grand I will just buy a fucking amazing computer. I I don't understand what the difference is. No. I think it's just the, I don't know enough about PC it. gaming. Well that's what they're counting on. I, I think they can't <laughs> they can't do that and then be like, aye, but it costs as much or more than what you probably need. I think the days from old of like Windows ninety five yeah. and the like when everyone started to get a PC and PCs were about a grand back then for like a fucking Windows P one hundred or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's not the case. You can get a pretty bitching computer for about £400. Like, a pretty decent one. A fairly decent one, but if you, whenever I consider buying a PC, I'm like, if I'm going to take the plunge and I'm wanting to play games, I've got to spend over... Purely personally, I'm just like, I've got to spend more to try and get as much out of it as possible for as long as possible. Mm. And, like... I don't know You what... don't even have that with that Steam box. You don't know how long they're going to support it. Yeah, I don't, I don't they think... They can do it, and then go, that was a huge mistake. Aye. Sorry. I know, that's it. And then you've got a grand that you, you can... You've got a grand that you're spent on something that doesn't do anything else. Aye. Well, you can just get a computer that will do the same thing and everything else that you need it to do. Um, it, it, it remains to be seen. They could come out and go, we're going to take a huge loss on this because we're going to assume you're going to pay... You know, you're going to get the money back through Steam and get all your cash that way yeah. through downloading stuff. But... I'd be very surprised, you know, if they're going to take a big hit on it, like a couple of hundred pound off. How much would you pay for it? What would be your sweet spot? Me, it would have to be the same price as a console. Simple as that. So, like, 350 Yeah, 350 Um 400 max. Because, it, to me, it's a console. It's not... If it doesn't do the things that a PC does, then it's just a console. Yeah. Plus, you don't know how... That's the other thing with PC gaming. You get left behind so quickly. Well, that's that's why I'm kind of tempted to not necessarily spend so much on a PC up front. Yeah, because I, I will understand. That's why I'm bought one. That's I, why I can't buy one. Because you know I can always upgrade what needs to be upgraded yeah. rather than spend a shit ton up front. And it might last me longer, but it'll 
it will all eventually... Everything will degrade eventually. Everything, everything <laughs> leads to... <laughs> uh, no, totally. This is, this is the paradox so that prevents me from buying a, a, a gaming PC. If you are a PC expert and would like to give us some advice... Or don't. give us PCs. <laughs> or give us PCs. Don't do it, please. No, do give us PCs, don't give, me don't give us advice. Don't give us advice, please, but give us PCs, <laughs> is what we're trying <laughs> to say. Uh, yeah, you were saying that that's going to be one of your New Year's resolutions. Yes. You're play some PC games. I want to try and get something. I'm getting very tired of things on the console front. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm love, I still love games that come out, like Far Cry, I really enjoyed really enjoying them. I even enjoyed the new Devil May Cry demo. Uh, and ostensibly, they're the same games... They always have been. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but I really want to try something different and try something new. And I can feel like I can only really get that from a non-console, you know, portal right now. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm waiting to see what comes with it. You know, it probably won't be until maybe mid mid year. Yeah, that I've got the the money or brass balls to do it. The greenbacks. But yeah, it's just it's a, it's an odd wee place I found myself in in the last six months or so where I'm just like eh. I can go some PC games. This game's good, but... I want to play Commander Keen. It's just shooting people. Aye. You know, I don't. I want to just try something else for a while. Ready see how it for goes. something new. I'm ready for something new. It's fair enough, man. Uh, right, what else been happening? Anything else to, to talk about? Uh, this not... is going to be a long show anyway. That's, yeah, that's a long thing. <laughs> well, they've had enough. This is a free show. Uh-huh. Frankly, we're not getting the love back, Phil. Oh, Big changes are coming to Geshcast in the next six months. Ooh. And I've been, by big changes, this is not hyperbole. This is real big changes coming soon. Cool. I look forward to them. I bet, <laughs> I bet I, them on. I have nothing to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we will be back in exactly 27 days. Excellent. <laughs> Complete lie. We'll be back. Uh-huh. New Game of Phones like you've never seen it before. Oh, that, see, that's making promises. No. Nope. <laughs> Jerry will be back. Jerry will, will definitely be back. We don't know what's happening with Game of Thrones. It may not. It will be Game of Thrones, but not as you know it. <laughs> I don't cool. know. That yeah. means, I, Something's going to happen. Something will happen that's different. <laughs> and that's not the big changes we we're talking about. That isn't time. the big changes that's either. That's just next month. Oh my God, I cannot wait for the big changes. <laughs> or the big guest. Right, shut up. Don't talk about that. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> right, yes. Thank you very much for listening. Uh... Let us know over Twitter what you thought were the best games. There's no point, mate. There's no point. Why Why do we even Who bother cares? and say, what did you... All right, one, I'm not interested, right? And two, yep. we'd never ever get anything over Twitter. We'd never get anything by email. We'd never get anything over Facebook. So why fucking Do we bother? have a Facebook? No, but we've got... You know, there's potential there. Oh, okay. okay. So there's no problem. And this isn't some fucking backwards way of saying oh no, we know we'll ever get anything and you send the stuff in because people send stuff and I'll be like oh I can't be dealing with this anyway yeah exactly so, I disagree with that person's opinion uh, listen listen if they were stay away from us if they were when <laughs> to find us on Twitter where would they hit us up at Geshcast at Geshcast yep <laughs> <laughs> at Geshcast explain Twitter to me <laughs> wait a minute at what's the at for uh, cool <laughs> And you can reach us on email at... Is that even still working? You can... Yeah, I guess so. Guestcast at gmail.com. That'll do. That still do. works. That'll do, I guess. Yeah, excellent. Don't go to guestcast.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs>